All right, I'm just going to get this started. Um, welcome back, everyone. Took a week off. It was my first week of real work. And I was still a little tired, but uh, we're back. We're ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll for the long stretch. This is uh, week three of the NFL season of 18. Cowboys-Eagles game is currently two minutes left, but um, I mean, there's still one game that could be decided. That's Meshi and Matt, but... CeeDee Lamb or Devonta Smith has to do something, and it's not looking too hot for Mesh, so I'm just going to start talking now. I'm the rookie and the vet. Shout out to the bitches I ain't holding down the set. All up in my phone looking at pictures from the other night. She gon' be upset if she keeps scrolling to the left, dog. She gon' see some shit that she don't wanna see. She ain't ready for it. If I ain't the greatest, then I'm headed for it. Yeah, that mean I'm way up. Yeah, the six ain't friendly, but that's where I lay up. The shit a motherfucking lay up. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. 360 with the wrist, boy. Hey, who the fuck them niggas is, boy? OVO, man, we really with the shits, boy. Yeah, really with the shits. I should probably sign a hit, boy, cause I got all the hits, boy. <laughs> fuck all that drink, you gotta chill shit. I be on my little mouse drill shit. Fuck all that rap to pay your bill shit. Yeah, I'm on some rappers, pay my bill shit. All up on TV, I thought it made me richer. Wasn't paying me enough, I needed something quicker. So now I'm all in Nico basement, putting working on the phones. Either that or drive the money more to make the pickups. Man, it's 2008, I'm trying to paint the picture. Comeback season in the works, and now I'm thinking bigger. I got 40 in the studio, every night, late night. Gotta watch that shit, don't wanna make them sicker. That's my nigga, oh lord. Got a whole lot to show for it. I mean, we could really get it, we could go for it. I'm just here for the bucks and the billies, nigga. Don't make me kill one of the ghosts for it. Welcome to episode 3 of the Jewel Fantasy League podcast hosted by yours truly, Mark Masafra. This week we will look at the previous week in fantasy football, the NFL, and we will also be looking at the following week in fantasy in the Jewel Jewel Fantasy League. Starting off, we have... Mine and Yurish's matchup, a.k.a. three-time champ versus Just Grin and Barrett. Well, this one this one was very uh, – it was scary because Justin Herbert finally decided to do something today or yesterday, but it was offset because Yurish had Mike Williams, who also had 30 points. He basically matched Justin Herbert. Keenan Allen and the Herbert stack finally – I finally got rewarded with that, but they only had one touchdown together. Allen ended up with 15 points, which is respectable, but when his counterpart is... I also played against his counterpart in Mike Williams. That was also a phenomenal game out there at Arrowhead. But, I mean, I can't argue too much about that. Looking at the running backs, David Montgomery, the Bears just... I don't even know what the Bears need to do. Um, Justin Fields, I mean, I don't know how much you could blame him. It's just mad that... It's just a bad... Just a lot of bad things yesterday. The Browns are just a good team. I think they were home. Yeah, the Browns are home. The Bears couldn't even do anything. Let's see how many yards they had. Oh, terrible. 
68 passing yards. Oh my god. I don't even think that 46. Yeah, they had just over 100 yards of offense. Justin Fields was 6 for 20 passing. Um, yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, but Mr. Zeke looks like he might have won the game for me for me to move to 2 and 1. Thank you, Mr. Zeke. Looking at Brandon Cooks, he, uh, him and Robbie Anderson played on the Thursday night game, which was the Jag. Or I'm sorry, that was the Panthers and Texans, which the Panthers won handily. But Brandon Cooks ate that game. He had 17 points over 100 yards, and Robbie Anderson only had one catch. He had a few drops too. <laughs> Tight end matchup: Mark Andrews finally came through, 14 points, and no offense, didn't do much against the uh, Jets, even though they won. His team won 26 nothing. Tyler Boyd was a last-second addition for me over Christian Kirk. Uh, Christian Kirk ended up outscoring him, but it didn't matter in the end anyway. But Kirk was in my lineup for like four days, and you know it's always sketchy when you when you take someone out of your lineup that's been in there for so many days. You add someone in new, and it, it hurt me points-wise this week, but it didn't hurt me on the win-loss column yet. My defense, I mean, the Rams' defense... They allowed so many yards, no turnovers, and they only allowed 24 points, but a total of zero fantasy points. I mean, they look good on TV, but, I mean, they just they did shit for me in fantasy. They had three sacks. They allowed 400 yards, and they, I don't, I don't know. Very weird. And uh, Jason Sanders finally redeemed himself, got 10 points. He did miss a field goal, though, but he hit a big 50-yarder in overtime to secure me five points. And that ended up being the difference because, wow, that is wild that that game went to overtime and he got that five points. Uh, looking over Yersha's side, Russell Wilson, they just got beat out in Minnesota. Russell Wilson, I mean, he had 300 passing yards and a touchdown, nothing crazy. 16 points, Kamara at 19, DeAndre Swift at 20, Justin Jefferson at 23. They were just scoring nonstop. It was... It was insane. I mean, that trio right there put up a lot of points, and I thought that was going to be the nail in the coffin for me. But um, we matched each other. He won the defense and kicker battle, which is pretty amazing. I don't know how I won this this week. Thank you, Zeke. Looking at the bench, um, I had options with Odell and Kirk, like I said, for my flex because Henderson was hurt, but I rolled with Tyler Boyd. But Yurish had James Robinson and Jamar Chase, but I don't even know where he would have put... Oh, he could have put Jamar Chase in over Robbie, but... I I even thought Robbie would have a long touchdown on Thursday. Uh, Good game, Yurish, and have fun being 0-3. Second game, Team Glipflop versus Turbos Titans. James comes into this game as the one seed by only .1 points, because him and Adam were tied 2-0 after the second week. Um, I mean, he put up 95 points, CJ Hawkinson, bad game, weird game over there in Detroit, uh, only 10 points combined from defense and kicker, not great, his running backs definitely did good, well, Gibson had a 75-yarder, which that's where a lot of his points came from, Mar Jackson with 20 points, not bad, uh, Thielen 14, Debo 7, just a, just a down week, it happens sometimes, and Kieran just had a light. His team put up a lot. Tom Brady had 30 points. What the fuck? Four, 400 yards. Oh, we had, there's a bonus for 400-yard passing game? Holy shit. 
Najee Harris with 22 and 14 receptions for 102 yards. Amazing. Jonathan Taylor, 7.7. I don't know what's happening in, in Indy, but they're 0-3, and things are not looking good there. Cooper Cup, wash, rinse, repeat. There he is again. What is him? 23, 33, and 26. I mean, he's just going to keep it going. He's just, got, he's just gonna keep it going. He eats breakfast with Matt Stafford every day, so I mean, they they have the repertoire. Shep did Dick, Tanya did Dick, Mike Evans had a solid game, eight for 106. Yeah, he was gonna bounce back after that non-existent week one. Wow, yeah, he's been, he's bounced back big. And uh, Kieran won the defense and kicker battle by 11 points. Not that that was the difference, but it's always good to get that win. All right, Mike, nice fucking picture you have in here. Of course, we're not going to win the NFC East. And the Cowboys are not going to do dick anyway. Well, I love you, Zeke. Uh, so, Kieran is going to move to 2-1, and one, and James is also going to move to 2-1. and one. Next matchup, a Royal Flush versus Sud on these nuts. I think this moves Mike to 0-3. Uh, wow, 0-3 with over... 350, oh my god, with 350 points. Mike, you need to hire a new defensive coordinator, you bum. Worry about your own fantasy team and not the Giants. Looking at Fenty side, Teddy Two Gloves. I mean, come on, Fenty, you can't be starting. You could find, yeah, you gotta start Yoey Burrow. You can't be starting Teddy Bridgewater. What else is it? 14th ranked. All right, I'm sorry. He had 20 points the first two games. It was just a weird game because... Denver didn't really need to do much. They did all the damage on the ground with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon because the Jets just suck. But who, how else did they score? Oh, the classic four field goals. Amazing. Four field goals. Yep, that, that checks out. Devontae Adams just did his thing. That was a crazy game out in the Bay. Travis Kelsey, he's he's just, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, Fenty, I'm wrong. I'm so wrong about Travis Kelsey. He's worth a second-round pick. He is. I'm wrong. I'm sorry, Fenty. Wow, Fenty. Mr. Cleveland defense with 18. Not bad. Scary Terry didn't do much. Uh, they still put up 21, but that was a 7 from Gibson. Who else scored in that game? In the uh, I'm talking about the Redskins-Bills game. Um... Let's see, Redskins, Bills, who scored? Logan Thomas, Taylor Heineke had a touchdown run, and Antonio Gibson had a 73-yard pass. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, the Bills just kept on pouring this game on. It was just retarded. David Moore, wow. Oh, I guess he was the yeah he was the Carolina receiver that ate, and now Robbie Anderson on the Thursday game. Uh, Matt Prater with six points, looking over to Mike's side. Ooh, he got hurt with D-Hop. <sighs> D-Hop and Tyson Williams. Who, where did Tyson Williams go? No one knows. Looks like Mike needs some running back help. Where are his running backs? Uh-oh, Mikey. Oh, okay. Derek Carr, solid output. Yeah, George Hill, solid. Cream Hunt with 24 points. I think he was the leading running back for the week. But Mike lost on the, on the battle between the defenses, and they were both playing each other. The Saints and the Patriots. Mike thought the Patriots' defense, since they were home, 
they would uh, and Jameis Winston's quarterback for the Saints. Maybe he thought some interceptions would happen. He was wrong with the Saints. He picked the Patriots defense. They had five. The Saints defense had 19 with one touchdown, three interceptions, two sacks, a block punt, PAT or field goal. I'm not sure which one it was because I didn't see the game. And they only allowed 13 points for a total of 19. So that was it. Mike's kicker got 14. Tyler Bass from the Buffalo Bills. Um, tough. But you gotta. He needs more from the, from his wide receivers. Sutton only had six point two. Is Sutton hurt? He's healthy. It would, the Broncos just didn't need to throw the ball that much. They they got their two touchdowns on the ground and they got a few field goals. A good win for Fenty. That moves Fenty to two and one. That moves Mike to zero and three. Next game, Team Kazakhstan versus the Last Dance. He, Mr. Burroughs, is the last person to be undefeated. Yes, he is. Played good defense against Mr. Meshi. Oh my god, Mesh. Negative, honestly. I mean, you're starting you're Washington defense, negative eight. And then, and then Devonta Smith. Alexander Madison, you got to throw him in the flex. What'd you do here? You had Alexander Madison, you didn't even start him? Oh boy. And you, Justin Tucker's wilting on your team. Stafford with 31. Great game by Matt Stafford. He didn't do anything. The only thing he did wrong was negative two rushing yards. And that was because it was kneel downs. But he had a great game. He had a 75-yard bomb to D-Jack, so he got the 50-yard touchdown bonus. Great game by Matt Stafford. Saquon had a one-yard touchdown run. Uh, 18 points, pretty good, uh, solid output from the running back one. Chris Carson had solid output for running back two, also had a touchdown. C.D. Lamb a little underwhelming, same thing with Julio Jones. Kyle Pitts, questionable pick coming into the year. He What has he done? 5.1, 9.8, 4.5, oof. That is a putrid Falcons offense, but they still beat the Giants enough because the Giants are somehow worse. The football team, that's that's just that's terrible output. And then Justin Tucker just has a he's just he has a third leg. He's insane. The way he won that sixty-six yard game winning field goal. Unbelievable. Looking at Matt's side, Patty Mahomes. He had he had a bad interception to, uh, at the end of the game there that cost them the uh, ended up costing them the game. But he still did solid fantasy wise, twenty two point nine. Derrick Henry with solid 19 points. He had no touchdown, but that's still pretty good, even without a touchdown. Joe Mixon with 10 points. That's all you could ask for out of your running back, too. Calvin Ridley. Um, Higby with the touchdown. Yeah, I, the, yeah, the game was won at the uh, defensive kicker level. Meshi put up 9 points, defensive kicker, and Matt put up 21. That's total of 12, and Matt won by 8. Defense and kicker, folks. That's what matters. Meshi did have... Uh, opportunity to win on the bench though maybe no one even starts Cole Beasley or Giovanni Bernard but I mean if you have Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook is out was Dalvin Cook out? yeah Dalvin Cook was out you, you have to start Madison that's just I don't know uh, maybe he's throwing the game for Matt who knows Fenty open the investigation but Matt moves to 3-0. Meshi moves to 0-3. Oh 
Next game, we have Nasty Nick versus Adam. There was a lot of shit talking. and Actually, it was just one-sided shit talking. It was all Adam. He just kept on texting saying, yo, Nick, you suck. He even changed his name to LOL, you suck, with two U's. And Adam got fucked up. His team just didn't show up. Allen Robinson, nothing. Tyler Lockett, nothing. Um, well, Tyler Lockett's been going off the first two weeks. Yeah, he was, yeah, bad game. Regressed. James White got hurt. Uh, Adam didn't have Dalvin Cook. Uh, yeah, I mean, Adam had some points on his bench, but it was Peyton Barber and Zach Moss and DJ Shark. Uh, yeah, James White just got hurt. Fuck him. He just got beat this week. Kyler Murray had only a night. He didn't even break 20 points. What? Oh, he didn't throw a touchdown. He had a rushing touchdown. The easiest rushing touchdown of his career, though. Edwards Alaire with solid 16. Oh, he broke 100 yards rushing. Not bad. Sony Michelle with 9.4. Not bad. But uh, didn't add, didn't even crack the 80 mark, which is definitely tough to win. Looking over at Nick's side. Wow, Josh Allen, 38. They went off on the Redskins. They were pissed the fuck off for some reason. Um, I mean, decent output from his running backs. Mike Davis had 9. Trace Herman had 10. Um, I guess it worked for him this week. I don't know how he's doing it. He's running on fumes with these fucking running backs, and he's 2-1. Tyreek Hill only had 7. Oh, his, yeah, his wide receivers really didn't do much. Robert Woods did nothing, so that's that's what's going to propel him throughout the season. John o. Smith with nothing. Maybe he needs a tight end. Hit me up, Nick. Denver defense. Did he pick that up during the week? Wow, they're the second-rate defense. Oh, he drafted them. They're the second-ranked defense? Are you kidding? 7-11 and 7... Oh, they played the Giants, Jets, and Jaguars. Nick, you better drop them soon. And he had Harrison Bucker, who had 6. He didn't do anything wrong. It's always good. Uh, Nick won the defensive kicker battle by 8 points. Did not matter in this game, though. Good boy, Nick. Adam, stop talking. If you can't walk the walk, then don't talk the talk, Adam. That was embarrassing. For all the talking you did, and you lose by 30 Almost 30. You can't even crack 80. Miserable. Uh, Adam will move to... Oh, he's 2-1 and one and Nick is 2-1. All right. And on to the last matchup, we have Angelo and John. Another a lot of shit talking. Angelo changed his name to Vax. People are sheep. Even though John John doesn't want to get the vaccine, so I don't know. It's a little questionable name change. And John with the troll job of Trump lost. LOL, 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 and a picture of Sleepy Joe. Um, John... What you're why? Why are you starting Quentin Cephas and Rondell Moore instead of Ayuk and and Jacoby Myers, who you drafted? I just don't get it. You bought into the waiver wire hype, you overthought it, and you're an idiot. I wouldn't say you, you probably wouldn't start Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, no one would, but or even James Conner, but Ayuk and, and Jacoby Myers, you had it, and I don't know why you started Rondell Moore because he had one hot week. Unbelievable, John. Melgo even gave you a touchdown. Oh, you lost because CMC got hurt. All right. You still could have made changes, though, John, to win. Oh, AJ Brown got hurt. Yep, you still could have won, though, John. That's what you get for starting Quinton Cephas and Rondell Moore. Your defense and kicker showed out for you with a total of 27 points. Dak with 20. You needed him to get 28, I think, 29. Couldn't get it because Zeke had like 26. It wasn't that game for Dak. 
Looking over to Angel's side, his he won with the running back two getting zero, and his defense got negative points, and he beat you, John. Are you kidding me? Rodgers with 18.5. DK uh, Angels, wide receivers, and tight end propelled them to victory this week. John, you won the John, how do you win the defense and kicker matchup? By 24 points, and you only put up 77. Oh my god, John. You're unbelievable. Angelo takes this one. An absolute barn burner. He moves to two and one. And John moves to one and two. John, you gotta change your name. That was fucking miserable. Looking ahead to next week, I'm just gonna rattle off who I think is gonna win. Let me see real quick. Schedule, scoreboard. Uh, for Oh, I play James next week. Glip Glop. Hmm. Oh, I have the Chargers on Monday night. Hmm. Oh, he has Eckler. I have Andrews. He has Lamar Jackson. He also has Zeke in another league, too, so it's going to be tough rooting for Zeke against the Panthers when he's playing against me and he has him in another league. It's going to be interesting. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. Heads. All right. I was heads. James was tails. Siri said heads. I'm winning this week. Sorry, James. Blame Siri. Turbos Titans versus a Royal Flush. Mmm. has got to get Bridgewater out of there. Uh, I think Fenty takes this one. Yurish versus... Meshi, Meshi could drop to 0-4 here, and he could be looking at sitting in Olympic Diner for 24 hours. Ugh. Oh my god, Kamara plays the Giants. Yurish, Yurish is winning. Oh my god, that's bad. Mike versus Adam. Mike could drop to 0-4 also. Mm, I'm taking Adam here. Mike, you're going to 0-4. Mr. Burroughs versus John. Yep, Mr. Burroughs won. Uh, CMC's out. Yeah, Matt won. Matt's going to 4 now. And last matchup, Nick versus Angelo. Hmm. Oh, no. Josh Allen. Oh, my God. Allen and Diggs are playing the Texans. Oh, Nick's winning this one. Oh, Nick loves his, uh, his stacks. I forgot what stack he had last year. Oh, he had the Devontae pa- uh, Rogers stack. Couldn't beat me in the playoffs, though. Oh, my God. The Chiefs play the Eagles. Okay, yeah, Nick. Nick is going to mercy Angelo. And that's uh, who I predict to be win next week. We had some big injuries this week with CMC. Uh, I drafted Chuba Hubbard in, like, the 12th or 13th round. I don't know. Thinking, like, oh, I'll keep him. And then, for some reason, I dropped him before... Thursday night game, right when CMC gets hurt, so now Chuba's on the waiver wire to be picked up by Meshi. Uh, I'm a fucking idiot. Um, good job, Mark. Another injury we had was AJ Brown. Uh, I don't know how long he'll be out for. So uh, Adam Schefter was going off with the noties on injuries for like a solid 10 minutes during the early slate. Quinn Nelson also got hurt. James White got hurt. Uh, the duo of Giants receivers, Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard got hurt, but for some reason we didn't see Kadarius Tony. I don't know why. And, of course, TikTok Boy got hurt, probably doing a TikTok. 
Mr. Burroughs brought this up in the chat. He wanted to talk about how he beat me last week. Uh, Matt, it was a good win. But uh, we play again, and I think we'll play again in the playoffs. So you drop 130 on my head. Uh, I mean, you won because of Derrick Henry. So I can't even be too mad. Uh, Tony Pollard at 22. He took some shit from Zeke. My kicker had zero points. That won't happen again. Herbert at 15. That won't happen again. But uh, it was a good win, Matt. You know, you keep on calling me the champ in quotation marks, which is weird because I am the champ. I actually am the reigning champ and I'm the three-time champ, you know. I'm the three-time champ and you're the three-time third place. So, I mean, there's kind of a difference between us. And I might even send you to third place again this year too, you know. Who knows? Maybe we'll meet in the semifinal game and I'll beat you again. John, John's projections. I love, personally, a good storyline for me this week was just watching John's or projected points just drop from like 100 all the way down. The best part is John and Angelo, it wasn't even Sunday. And like, it was like, yeah, they weren't even predicted 100 points and it's week three. I mean, you guys got to pick it up. That is terrible. Uh, so we're going to be looking at the 3-0 and o teams. So I, that's the only 3-0 and o team. So I guess he's the best 3-0 and o team. And 0-3 and is going to be Mike... Oh my god, all 0-2 people lost this week. Yeah, I guess I think the best 0-3 team is Yurish. He um He has a solid team. They just all went off this week against I can't believe Yurish is 0-3. He's gotta pick it up. They'll all start putting together performances. The best two and one team. Let's see, it's James, Adam, me, Kieran, Fenty. Hmm. Yeah, I'll say my team's the best out of the two and one teams. Out of the one and two teams, John is one and two. Uh, no. Ooh, we just have one one and two team. Is Nick one? We just have one one and two team. Maybe I did the math wrong. Fenty one. Kieran one. Yeah, we just have one one and two team. So, uh. John, you're the best one and two team. Congrats. Looking at the top score of the week by position, for quarterback it was Josh Allen with 38.22 points. He had 358 passing yards, four passing touchdowns. Uh, he got the 300-yard passing game bonus of one point. He had nine nine rushing yards, and he had also had a rushing touchdown for a total of 38.22 Kareem Hunt on Polino's team had a total of 24.5, which pays to all running backs. 81 rushing yards, a touchdown rush, 74 receiving yards, and six receive six receptions. But that was in a losing effort. Mike Williams was the top wide receiver of the week, and of course I played against him. He had seven receptions, 122 yards, a two-point receiving conversion, and two touchdowns, including the game-winning touchdown with like 30 seconds left. For a total of 30.7. Top tight end, once again, is Mr. Fenty's very own Travis Kelsey. Total of 14.9. Broke 100 yards again. 104 yards with 7 receptions for a total of 14.9. Kicker. Who else? Who else but Quagmire? Mr. Justin Tucker. 17.2. He missed a field goal. And, you know, he probably got so pissed at himself. He told himself to be better. 
And he, he won them the game. You know, he kicked a 66-yard field goal to win the fucking game. He was standing on the other side of the 50. Um, Yeah, it was just, that's just an unreal game, how they won. Finished with, not only did he get six points for making the field goal over 60 yards, but he also got point two for attempting the field goal over 60 yards. Only Justin Tucker. And the defense of the week was the Cleveland defense with 18 points. They allowed... Holy shit, they had nine sacks. I think Miles Garrett had four and a half. Gig them. They allowed a hunt less than 100 yards, and they allowed one to six points. Total of 18. Oh, boy. Awards of the week, the Ganges River Award, and that's got to go to the Washington football team defense. That a negative eight, uh, that's just terrible. That is so bad. They lost. That's just terrible. Is that the max amount that defense can allow? Let me see. Uh, minus five. Where is the points? Oh, no, they could have allowed 46 points. That would have been minus five. Wait, they allowed 43. Okay, so they were basically a field goal away from being negative 10. That is tough. And on the same team, we have the uh, third leg, third leg award winner Justin Tucker. Um, he helped his his own team win this week with a sixty six yard field goal, and he also uh, had the most points for a kicker this week with seventeen point two. He uh, he's Justin Tucker for for a reason. What a guy! Who's back of the week? Josh Gordon is back for what seems like the eightieth time. Maybe he learned. To finally stop. Oh wait, no, I don't think they they do weed anymore because of the eighteen, the seventeen games. I was part of the C the CBA thing. I don't know, but I think he's back. Um, I guess he he's got to have fresh legs. I mean, the man just never plays. He always keeps on smoking weed after games. Stephen Stephen A's should have a talk with him at some point, but I guess he's good now with the weed. And also, hot fantasy starts. No one else had a hot fantasy start except me and Yurish, of course. Uh, me and yours raced out ahead. We were the oh, we were the only ones like above like seventy. While everyone else was like still catching up, but I needed the hot start because it, it came down to the wire. It was a good game though, Yurish. Bad beats of the week. Really nothing. Uh, I guess the the really only bad beat was the Forty ers I mean, that was just terrible. You know. I had a feeling once they did that uh that that touchdown pass to Kyle Yushek, thirty seven seconds left, no timeouts. I thought I didn't think that he would be able to get it done with only no timeouts either. But he made that crazy throw to Devontae Adams over the middle, and then he made another throw to I forgot who else, and he he got him within range for a fifty one yard field goal. I'm not complaining because I had Packers money line, so that was a nice way to end my Sunday. But uh, I don't get it. They should have just not. They they really just can't give Brady or you can't give Rodgers just any time. You just got to take it all the way down. I know that the 49ers needed a touchdown, but that's just a heartbreaking way to lose. Uh, the Giants suck. It was Eli Manning's retirement ceremony, and they suck. They lost on a last-second field goal. They, they just suck. Daniel Jones is playing solid. It's, I don't even know what's wrong with the team. Defense did its job again. It's just so bad. I saw on Giants Twitter that he he punted on third and three from the opponent thirty nine, 
I don't know why we punt on third down. I don't know. It's just bad. At least the Yankees swept the Red Sox, swept the Red Sox so that's all that matters. And Fenty, I hate to say this, but the Bengals own the Steelers, Fenty. And the Browns own the Steelers, too. I mean, what's happening? There was that one clip of ben, Big Ben. He just took the snap, rolled right, and he, like, fell down. Uh, taking Najee Harris did not help the Steelers at all. They look rough. I think Big Ben threw the ball. Let me see. Big Ben threw the ball 58 times, so it's basically the same the same shit as last year where they just do these stupid, like, dink and dunk plays. That's why Najee Harris had 14 receptions. They only put up 10 points. I mean, the Bengals beat him by two touchdowns at Heinz Field. Like, that never happens, no matter how bad the Steelers are. Um, Mike Tomlin's seat is, I don't think it'll ever be hot. He'll probably just leave on his own or they'll come to, like, a mutual agreement, but... He's got to start turning the ship around. They need a quarterback. Uh, what else are we looking at here? Uh, best game of the week. Either the Chargers and Chiefs or the Packers 49ers. Both are very good. So either or would suit. But then Packers-Niners game, it, it felt kind of over until that uh, the end of the first half when Trey Lance like ran it in. The left side kind of gave some momentum. But the the Chargers-Chiefs game, that was action-packed all the way throughout. And the ultimate snooze fest was the Broncos-Jets. 26 nothing. I bet on the Jets. You know, 10 fucking points. They couldn't even muster. They couldn't even muster two touchdowns. Nothing. I mean, you could play as much good defense as you want, but eventually the defense is going to get tired. Like, they're going to give up points eventually if the offense is do- doing nothing. Uh, for some reason, they won't play Mims. I don't get it. Their highest receiver at 41 yards. Just terrible. Wilson had 19 for 35 passing, 160 yards. Not good. Yep, that was a snooze fest. Uh, one surprise really wasn't... Yeah, these weren't really too crazy, but the, the Vikings, they were somehow... Underdogs at home, but it was such a trap game because, like, it was just an AIDS game. There's such a typical Viking Schmeagle win written all over it. They won by 13 at home. So, I mean, it, yeah, but it wasn't really that big of an upset. It, it is by the numbers, but I think the, the Vikings should have been favored. And the Chargers outright, the seven points is a lot for the Chiefs to cover, especially for a team like the Chargers coming in, own divisional game, and they were uh, they were due for a good game. So good job, Chargers. Thursday night football last week was it wasn't bad. It was a decent game, but you know, I'm never gonna complain about football any game on Thursday or Monday again after not having almost not having a football season last year. Looking ahead to next week. We have Jaguars and Bengals on Thursday. It's going to be, oh, Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. Uh, Oh, we have rematch of the 2019 semifinal. No. Wait, who did they beat in the championship? No, not that year. 
Who did? Oh, that's right. LSU did beat Clemson. Yeah, so I guess it'd be a rematch of the quarterbacks from the uh, from the 2020 uh, college football championship when LSU just went nuclear that year. Um, Bengals are probably going to win. Bengals are home. Jaguars are bad. Looking at the NFL, uh, Buffalo two and one. They look like they're uh, not running away with the AFC East, but they look in form after this week. You know, bringing some soccer terms. AFC North, Pittsburgh at the bottom. Everyone else two and one. AFC South, the Colts are zero and three. The Titans are two and one somehow. After beating the Seahawks last week, that, that might have been like a momentum change right there. AFC West, the Chiefs are in sole possession of last place. This is not 2010. This is 2021 for the record. They're in last place. They have two losses in September in the Pat Mahomes era, which seems crazy. The Raiders and Broncos are 3-0, and just as everyone expected, huh? Cowboys are two and one. Giants are zero and three. Uh, I mean, we yeah, we could have seen that coming. I was being optimistic about the Giants, and I was wrong. But I knew I said they'd either be good or they'd suck bad, and they suck bad. NFC North Packers just they're just gonna keep on handling business. NFC North they'll win that. Uh, NFC South. Interesting. Panthers three and zero. Saints two and one. Bucks two and one. NFC West. Ooh. Seahawks one and two. You can't be dropping games like you did last week. Seattle. And the Rams and Cardinals are both three and zero. That is very interesting. Uh. Let me see the schedule for next week. Falcons. Ooh. Let's see. Any good games to look ahead to? Oh no! Giants, Saints, Titans, Jets. That just don't just don't even turn on Fox next week at one o'clock. The Giants are playing the Saints. Just don't do it. Just just block the channel. Chiefs, Eagle. Ooh, Cardinals, Rams. The four p.m. slot on Fox. Probably the game of the week with Mr. Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Seahawks, Niners. Those always get crazy. That's also at four p.m. Uh, Steelers Packers get the CBS game of the week. Ooh, Buccaneers Patriots Tom Brady's homecoming. Raiders Chargers Monday Night Football. So, um, could be definitely definitely some good games. It looks like, uh, but the NFL is just always crazy. You can never can never predict it. So all of these games could come down to the witching hour. And uh, that's all I have for this week. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and the guest for this episode. Thank you. <laughs> No, you could take the video off, Kieran. How do I take the video off? What do you mean? Just take the video off. Are you on your... Oh, there you go. Yeah, so it's better connection. All right, folks, sorry for that intro, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have our first and only guest of of episode three today, Mr. Kieran Corgan. How are you doing, Kieran, on this fine Wednesday night? I'm doing good, Mark. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here. Good. How are you? Good to be here. Um, so, what is, so we'll, we finished three weeks of fantasy already. How are you feeling already through the first three weeks? You know, just quick quick thoughts, first things to come to your head about fantasy right now. I mean, I think 
my team has played very well, but I think all the teams advanced here are very balanced right now. And I do think some, not poor manager, but like some teams definitely have better records than they have right now. Like I've noticed mm-hmm. Jerich has left a lot of points on his bench. He's right. 0 and 3. He's got a very, he's got very solid depth. Uh, I like the way my teams perform, even though I have Najee Harris and JT who right. aren't getting the end zone. They're performing very well. I think James's team is very solid. Um, I think it's going to be a very interesting. Well, 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 how many games we got left? We got eleven games left. Yeah, in the regular season. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, looking at this past week, you played Team Clipclop, aka Mr. James Ryan Brady. I, I'm pretty sure that's your middle name, James. I'm sorry if it's not. Uh, you beat him handily um, by thirty points. First glance to Tom Brady is insane. I don't understand how he had 30 points and he only had two total touchdowns. Cooper Cup just keeps on doing his thing. Somehow your wide receiver two had two points, your tight end had one, and you still put up 126. Uh, Najee Harris also surprised me too. Uh, 22 points. 14 I mean, yeah. So I'm very happy with that production. And I mean, as you pointed out in the first episode, Mike Evans is definitely a hit or miss type player, but I like the production he's getting. And I was expecting that with AB being out, even though Jalen Ramsey was shadowing him. Yep. But I, I have to be honest, I think I'm James's kryptonite because <laughs> I think I'm I'm three and oh in my past three times playing James. I did knock him out of the playoffs last year in the last regular season game when my team was completely out of it. Mm-hmm. So I think I just have James's number right now. And I'm sorry for that, James. Oh shit. Yeah, Mike Evans, I told you after the first week he would he would bounce back. He's Mike Evans. That's what he fucking does. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And I do like my recent pickup of Gesicki because Jacoby Brissett has a boner for tight ends. So I think Tanya might get a seat this week. Shepard's injury definitely scared me a little bit in the beginning. But luckily, Cooper was dealing with a rib injury. He only had four points. Hawkinson put up a shocking two. Debo, I was expecting the slowdown, so... That helped, and Eckler didn't do as great as I thought he would against the char- against the Chiefs, especially with that run game. But and then he put up twenty. He did. He did yeah. solid it's, output. No, it's definitely a solid output. But I was expecting like a hundred rushing yards, and obviously receiving TD. And then Gibson. I mean, they fell down early in the game, so he wasn't a warrior until he became Superman and scored that seventy-three yard yeah, touchdown. I mean, what did he get? So seven and six. That's so he got like 16, 15 of his like 19 points came on that one touchdown thing. I mean, he still did it, which was great. But I mean, if you just take that out, you really didn't do much on the day. But that was a big part. Yeah, and that, that definitely scared me starting off the day. But again, Najee Harris is probably becoming – is by far the best players in the Steelers offense that I've seen so far this year. Steelers Big Ben's a fucking oh. burger. So he's, he's, he's garbage. Steelers offense sucks. Yeah, they're 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 horrible. They've cost me two. They cost me like two thousand dollars in the past two weeks. They're just horrible. Maybe you should throw that in a Roth IRA. Maybe it'll triple your money instead of wasting it on the Steelers. Yeah, but my capper fucked me, so that's what happens sometimes. You get live and you learn. Um, looking at the defense and kicker, you beat him by ten points. Not that that was the final outcome, but it's always good to uh, win the defense and kicker matchup. McManus with the solid sixteen points. He was busy on Sunday against the Jets. Uh, the Broncos blanketed the Jets 26-0. McManus hit two field goals from 40 to 49. 
two from zero to 39 and two PATs made. I mean, you can't, I mean, that's solid production. Great. Solid production. You can never go wrong with a, a Bronco, a Denver kicker. Yep. So can never go wrong with that. And with Teddy Bridgewater, he's not the most like explosive big play guy. He does the job. So I was definitely expecting McManus to have good production this year. And the Jets are just a poverty franchise. I got to be honest. They're, they're horrible. I was looking up some numbers. Zach Wilson has had on average one point like six seconds to, before the pocket collapses. Most sacked, most hurried, most pressured. So I was expecting that game to be a blowout. And McManus definitely helped me with that. Yeah, I, uh, I took the Jets plus 10.5 thinking there's no way they'd lose by 10 points and they lost by 26. But you live and you learn. Uh, I mean, James's team... I mean, they, uh, other than uh, he was Amari Cooper, Woody, Woody's eh, 4.1. Ooh, He'll bounce back. He did shit last week, too, against the Chargers. Ooh, he, heard, he, he heard his ribs, though, last week, so that definitely yeah. slowed down his production. Hawkins James still is a very solid team. Dog, but I'm sure that'll just be – that'll be an anomaly. That won't be a normal thing. Um, yeah, I mean, he just – sometimes it happens in fantasy. You just get beat. Yeah. Uh, looking ahead to next week, who do you play? Oh, you play Yankee fan six one nine, Mister John Fenty next week. How do you feel about your matchup next week? I'm I'm a little nervous going to the Fenty matchup. I've I've been looking at it a little bit. Fenty just has some unbelievable matchups for his player, like Devon, like Devonte Adams playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh hasn't just oh played god. great at all. Oh my god! I've got and I've got too. Yep, and they're home. I got McLaurin playing Atlanta. That's always scary. Good. Uh, I got Kelsey. Obviously, uh, Kelsey's playing Philadelphia. That's Kelsey's scary against anybody, so it doesn't really matter who he plays. I got DJ Moore playing Dallas, but from what I've seen, Trevon Diggs has been fantastic this year, and I, I feel really good about that matchup, honestly. Trevon Diggs shadows DJ Moore all game. I think DJ Moore will have a little issue. So I think Robbie Anderson may be the guy to pop off, and let's see what Tuba Hubbard can do without CMC. And Sam Darnold, I mean, without CMC, I don't know what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. So I got to see what's going on. What about over on your side? I mean, T Higgins being hurt definitely, definitely hurts because I was expecting him to have a big Thursday night against the Jags. So yep. haven't shown me anything. So that really hurts. So my flex, I think is a toss up this week. It depends how I feel going to that day. Like I said, Tanya's going to take a seat again, even though it's against Pittsburgh. I think I'm going to throw Gasicki out there. Obviously Cooper cups got flex a great matchup or in tight end. At tight end. I think Tanya's going to take a seat. What about Braylon Edwards? Brian Edwards. He's been. He looks like he's been doing some decent stuff the past few weeks. Yeah, he's playing the Chargers. Though Chargers have always have a good secondary. I know he's, he, he's been playing well. Oh no, but wide receiver. I'm sorry. I thought he was running back. Yeah, I feel good about Cooper Cup this week. Cooper Cup, I think, is going to be a stud all season. I think he's going to finish top ten wide receiver, no problem. Did you? I have a fact about Cooper Cup. What's the fact? Did, well, it's not really a fact. It's just like a miscellaneous thing. Did you know that Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford eat breakfast every day together? Yeah, I, I actually did. I read that the other day as well. I have to admit, I got a hard on with that, that white-on-white connection. I love it. Um, can't, go, can't go wrong. And I think Cooper Cup's be a standout wide receiver and a possible league winner. Maybe not in the league, but I think around fantasy football. He's yeah. going to be a league winner definitely with his ADP. Uh, yeah, because you took him third round, and he's still way outperforming that, obviously, as seen by his first overall positional ranking. Yeah. 
I like Mike Evans against New England, honestly, even though like New England's always good defensively. I think Tom Brady's going to whip okay. his dick out and beat the shit out of the Patriots and make it his mission to do that. So I love Tom Brady and Mike Evans against New England. Najee Harris against Green Bay. I mean, again, I think Najee Harris isn't going to get a lot of run game. It's going to be passing out of the backfield. I hope he gets another at least seven catches just the way they target him last game. 19 targets is an unreal number. And I think Jonathan Taylor will get in the end zone this weekend because he has got a bulk of the carries, even though Naheem Hines is a fucking poacher. I think Jonathan Taylor will get in the end zone this weekend. So I, f- I feel going in the matchup, Fenty's got a deadly one, two, three wide receiver combo. Obviously, Kelsey. Joe Burrow could have a big night against the Jags. So it's going to be it's going to be tough. Yeah, Fenty does have some nice matchups. Who do you think takes it? You or Fenty? I mean, I got to I got to be confident in myself. I'm taking myself. Alrighty. You can't bet, you can't bet against yourself. No confidence. Oh, it's yeah. all mindset, baby. As yeah. the legend Mark Masafer once said, right. it's all mindset. So that would move you to three and one and Fenty to two and two. The next matchup I want to look at is me versus James. What are your thoughts on uh upcoming that matchup? I mean, Justin Herger against uh Las Vegas stands out to me already. Uh Keenan, I love the I love the QB. Wide receiver combo in fantasy. I, I love it. Zach, it's so nice. It's so nice. Zeke, if he plays like he did last week in the Cowboys, I love how the Cowboys are giving up the carries a little bit. Yeah, It hurts letting Pollard get the yards, but it keeps Zeke fresh throughout the game. I think that's going to help him throughout the season. Hey, David I'm- Montgomery has been a struggle for you a little bit. I mean, he's been decent, but I think he's gonna he could have a breakout game against Detroit. But we'll see. Detroit's played all, hard all season. They Ooh. gave the Ravens run for their week money. Two, week two, Montgomery got nine point four, and I mean that's all you could ask for out of your running back too. But I think he, he's gonna he's gonna bounce back. It was just weird with Montgomery because Matt Nagy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He has Justin Fields, who's a mobile quarterback, but he kept him in the pocket. Um, I mean they'll figure that out. I'm not too worried. He should. He has. He's too. He's too good to just rot on the team. I agree with you. I see you have Daryl Henderson on your bench. I mean, that could be a play this week. I, I, I would possibly move Boyd up to wide receiver too. And Henderson at the flex with that Arizona matchup. There's going to be points scored in that game. Yeah, but I got to keep on playing Cooks. I mean, do you see what Cooks has been doing? Yeah, no, Cooks has been unbelievable. He's the only guy with talent. But against that Buffalo defense, it could be could be a struggle for that team, especially David Mills. Uh, I mean, that guy's – I know the Tyrod Taylor mm. freaking theory where everywhere he goes, they find their franchise quarterback. But – David Mills is not it. Let's see. Who did the Bills play? What did Terry do last week? Terry McLaurin. He had like 8.2. Oh. And, they and, they de- and they were passing the whole game too, so that's, that's tough. Lamar at Denver, that could be interesting, especially with that Denver front seven. That could be fun. Atlanta again. I mean, Gibson against Atlanta, that could be very scary for you. Cooper against Carolina, that's a good matchup for you. I mean, especially with that trade the Carolina Panthers just made. They got C.J. Henderson for pretty much, in my opinion, it's a steal for what they got for him. What, it was like a third or fifth round and something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawkinson against Chicago. Against Chicago always has a good defense. The Matt Nagy's just the worst coach in the NFL. So uh, I, think, I think the Lions are going to take that game. And really? Chicago is going to ruin Justin Fields, in my opinion, as well. That could happen too. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, 
I'm really in a conundrum between Cooks, Boyd, Henderson, Odell, and Christian Kirk. Even though I'm leaning towards not starting Kirk because it is an away game and he would be playing against my defense. So it's really between Odell, Henderson, Boyd, and Cooks. And the problem is Boyd plays tomorrow. Yeah, that's 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 the issue. And Odell had nine targets in his yeah, first game back, and that's only going to increase. And yeah. with Minnesota's poor secondary, that could be a play. But again, they like to run the ball 25 yeah, times a game. Yeah, it has a bad secondary. And Debo know. against Seattle is going to be a little scary. Seattle's secondaries. No, they're not good. They don't have a good defense. It just yeah, depends. Yeah. Just That's what I'm saying. Seattle secondary is scary. Like, it's bad for you. Like, they're, they're scary bad. Like, yeah, they're bad. It also depends what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. For some reason, he decides to pick and choose when to use his guys. That's, I mean, Kyle Shanahan is the nightmare to a fantasy manager. He is. You, again, you have no idea what he's going to do. Yeah. I mean, based on the matchups, it's going to be a very, very even matchup. And it's, I think it's going to be the management decision on your part that decides this game. So, so who do you think is going to win? I'm going to give James the slight edge just because I think you're going to overthink it a little bit. I think, the, I, I think you're going to overthink it and the one wrong play is going to cost you the game. Someone's going to pop off and then someone's yeah. going to drop two points and that's what's going to happen. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm going to think of it all day at work tomorrow and make the wrong play, and then I'm going to be a fucking idiot. But you know what? I'll you could be Yerish, too. So, Yerish has made bad plays all year. I have to be honest, Yerish. you got to be better with, with managing. <laughs> yep. I'm calling so, you out right here, right now. You have one of the best teams in the league. You're 0-3. It's fucking embarrassing. Well, that's leading into the next game, Yerish versus Meshi. What do, you, what do you think? Wow, he's projected 120 points, Yerish. And yours has got good matchups. I'm I'm taking yours. I'm just looking through this. I'm taking yours. So, I'm sorry, Mesh. This is the battle of the zero and three teams. Uh, early early season toilet bowl matchup. I don't think it's a to- yours isn't a toilet bowl. That's the thing. He's zero and three, but he's not a toilet bowl. Yeah, no. I mean, he's the yeah. He yeah. Uh, DeAndre Swift is third in fantasy. Yeah, DeAndre's just been playing fantastic. Yours. Yurish had an unbelievable draft. So Wilson is nine. Mike Williams is two. Jefferson is 10. <laughs> Jamar, Yo, Jamar Chase is, I think, what is he? Jamar Chase is like 15th or something, right? No, no, no beach for it. Oh, my he God. He hasn't been starting Jamar Chase, right? No, he's, Jamar Chase has been on his bench every game he's played. Uh, yep. He would have beat me last week if he started Jamar Ch- Yes, overall. Yeah, he started Robbie Anderson last week with who had 1.2, like 1.2 points. Over Jamar Chase and I mean no he started put him as, he started put him Jamar as Chase receiver too he started Jamar Chase in week two um, now week two he just lost uh, I mean Devin Singletary had sixteen but you're not going to start him over DeAndre Swift or Kamara no he he still should have beat you he should have beat your you very handily last week week one he should have won yes he should have as well and he should have beat me so yes he should be two and one um, poor mismanagement on his part. And then Meshi's going to have a rough week. I'm going to be honest. I think Devonta Smith isn't the option as of right now. He's still getting used to his quarterback. Jalen Hurts, he could be fantastic one game or he could be bad the next. I think Chuba Hubbard should definitely go in that flex spot. And Julio Jones might be out this week as well. So we got to monitor his status as well. Because I know A.J. Brown's out and he's in my other league. So it's very sad. Well, talking about Devonta Smith, uh, Jalen Hurts, 
He's had 20 points in uh, every game so far this year. So a little tidbit right there. I mean, Jalen Hurts uses his legs though, too. I know he doesn't yeah. use them like use them often. I mean, he doesn't use them often, but he doesn't use them like Lamar Jackson uses his legs, but he can run. Yeah. And that's definitely going to help his point total. And he's definitely not the most accurate passer. Like he underthrew that touchdown pass to Jalen Rager. He had him. He was open. Oh, I took yeah. the fucking under in that game. And then they stripped him, the Cowboys, for a touchdown. Horrible. Yep. So you're in this one. Uh, next matchup is Mike versus Adam. Wait, why is Mike projected 76 points? Because he's being AIDS and he's starting all of his backups. No, he's not starting them. He's just doing that so he doesn't get the um, – he's going to change them all back. He's, he's trying to play some fantasy mind games, I think, here. Yeah, he is because Adam, Adam's been chirping all year, and I love it. Yeah, but he got shit on last week. Yeah, I know because Adam's team – Adam's team's very hot and cold, and Dalvin Cook's made of glass, so it's very – but that, in my opinion, Adam has the MVP at his quarterback position in, in Kyler Murray. Oh, I see, um, I see what Mike's doing. Aaron Jones and D-Hop are a little banged up, so he's resting them on his bench right now. I like it, Mike. Is Jeff Wilson. Uh, but, yeah, what were you saying? Uh, I mean, I think Adam Adam has a good team if they're hot, but they're, this team is very hot and cold. Oh, yes. Kyler Murray, you know, is going to put up consistent points. The dude's a midget that just runs a million miles an hour across the field and has a great offense. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury isn't the best play caller, but – the offense is explosive. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is hot or cold. Any Bears offensive player, I would never have on my team. So, Allen Robinson is going to be tough all year. Tyler Lockett's due for a bust. I mean, he just had a bust. So, he, he's probably going to pop off for like 25 points this week. Yep, exactly. Gronk. Gronk can't keep doing what he's doing, but Gronk's going to score two touchdowns this weekend against New England just to fucking say fuck you. And his flex is tough. I mean... I would say start Shark. I, I, I was thinking about – I would say start Shark. You got to drop James White. James White's out for the season. Maybe even Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is a huge hit or miss, though. But Mike has great matchups. Is on the IR. Who's on the IR? Will Fuller? Oh, no, he's not. But he, he didn't practice Wednesday. Yeah. I was yeah, kind of pissed I didn't take him. This year, but you know, I think we have to part ways. I keep, I can't believe he stayed healthy all last year, and then of course he, of course he was on steroids. So I mean, maybe he should just take steroids again, so he stays healthy till like week twelve again, and then he just loses the rest of the year. You know? Yeah, I mean, hope he's spending for what eight games next year. If he does that, it'll, it'll be worth it. I don't know, but I, I remember losing him after like I think it was the Thanksgiving game when he just put up thirty points, and then he said he suspended the rest of the year. I'm like, yo, are you kidding me? I do. I do remember that you were crushed. Yeah, I mean, I just lost a wide receiver too. Yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't take steroids for the Dolphins. Though the Dolphins are going to be bad the rest of the year, in my opinion. They have a great defense, but their quarterback position is going to be shaky. I don't think two is it. They should trade for Deshaun Watson. But I'm giving this matchup to Mike because Mike's going to put in his starters. D Hop's. I think D Hop's going to play. And he's always – D-Hop's always going to get points, even though he didn't do much last week. I think he's, they're going to get him involved. Deontay Johnson's made a glass. I wouldn't even touch him. He'll probably get hurt two minutes into the game. Kareem Hunt is going to score about 20 again against the Vikings. Derek Carr has been unbelievable. you got to start him. And Sutton against Baltimore could be tough. But I'm giving this to Mike. Hmm. So Mike's going to crawl out of the 0-3 hole. 
Yeah, because I, I mean, like I said, Adams hot or cold. Allen Robinson is not it at wide receiver. Clyde Edwards could be really good or really bad. And the Eagles losing Brandon Graham for the year definitely hurts their front seven, but they mm-hmm. still have a solid front seven. But I think they're going to watch tape of what the Cowboys did and they're going to play well. Yep. Okay. Next matchup we have Mr. Burroughs versus John Polino. This already looks one sided and John has all his players in. Uh, Matt projected 120, so that's the second person projected 120 this week, along with Yerish. Uh, I mean, just just looking at Pat Mahomes against the Eagles and Derrick Henry versus the Jets, that might just be enough for Matt to be John with those two players. Joe Mixon against the Jags. <sighs> yeah, I think Calvin Ridley against Washington, who's been very underwhelming. Yeah, Matt might drop like a lot of points. Higby is a question mark. The Rams got him in very involved last week. If you didn't watch the game, a great game. Uh, yeah, Rams got him very involved. So that that could be looking but, um, good for him. But yeah, that could be a shootout in the desert. Yeah. Which may mean I need to drop the defense. I don't know. I still need to figure that out too. But yeah, um, yeah, Matt's team is has a lot of good matchups this week. Yeah. Yeah. And John John's <laughs> he has the number one overall curse. CMC is gonna be out for a couple weeks. Marlon back requested a trade. He ain't playing again, so John's got to drop him. AJ no. Brown's out, so he he's his 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 two best producers besides Jalen Hurts are hurt. And then Darren Waller's obviously great, but Darren Waller ain't gonna do it unless Emmanuel Sanders drops like twenty five again last week, like he did last week. I don't know. Jacoby Myers could be good, but I think the Bucks are gonna overwhelm that young quarterback, especially with how quick to get to the pat the, the quarterback. So. I'm giving this one to Burroughs. I just don't like Burroughs' flex, but once Judy comes back, it's it's pretty much game over. His his team is very good. Who's T- Tyrell Williams? Yeah. Because Rojo. Rojo hasn't done much this year. Rojo Rojo has no role in that offense. The the Bucks actually throw the ball. The Bucks are like the Chiefs. They don't need to run the ball to win. Well, last year Rojo had a pretty big role. Yeah, but Lenny but Lenny took that out of his hands in the playoffs and he hasn't given it back. Well, what's Lenny done this year? Lenny hasn't really played great, but they haven't really need to run the ball. I think like Tom Brady is a smart quarterback to where he like sees something, they'll run the ball. But if he, if if he's gotten you up, he's not going to stop. And that's why I love Tom Brady. He's How he's the goat. How many times did they run the ball last week? I need to see this. Oh, they because won. they were down. They didn't really run the ball that much. Well, let me check week two then. Would they play week two? Well, the Falcons, that's right, when they had the two touchdowns on defense. Yeah, and Tom Brady had, like, five passing touchdowns. Again, they didn't get the ball in the end zone with the running game. I mean, they did run the ball. Uh, they ran the ball, like, 17 times, and they passed 36 times. Oh, my God, Tom Brady had five touchdowns against the Falcons two weeks ago. Yeah, no, Tom Brady's been unbelievable. Unfucking real um, Who are we talking about right now? Burroughs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt's, yeah, he has great matchups. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> I don't like Matt. Like, again, I don't like Matt's flex. Gaskin, I don't think that, I don't like that running back committee down there. But once Judy's back, he's not really going to have to worry about it. Yeah. And Michael Thomas isn't playing this year, in my opinion. I don't think he's coming back for that team. Uh-huh. I think he's going to be traded. I think if, if he's back this year, he's traded. And that's really going to help Matt. So 
his team could be absolutely disgusting going into going into the last few weeks of the regular season and the playoffs. So he could be a very dangerous team to look out for. Yep. And the last matchup of the week, Nick versus Angelo. Oh, this could this could be a good game. Cause I know Nick's gonna call Angelo a bitch about five <laughs> minutes before they play and, and get and get him riled up right before they play. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Josh, Josh Allen. I think he got his swagger back last week after the thrashing against the Deadskins. Tyreek Hill. He's gonna do something this week. Digs. He has the Allen dig stack, and that could get so ugly down in Houston. It's they, gonna get very ugly because they really haven't been doing like crazy things this year. I mean, Diggs has the receptions. He's at our targets. He's averaging like. 11 targets a game. So, I mean, the touchdowns are going to come. The yards are going to start coming. He'll probably get 100 yards and, and one at least one touchdown this week. Maybe even 10 receptions, too. Josh Allen could get three touchdowns. That could be an ugly game down there. Yeah, it's that's going to be a, that's going to be a route like it was last week. I mean, the Redskins fought back a little bit, but Josh Allen is my favorite to M- for MVP going into the season. So, I think, he's, I think Josh Allen's about to light it up for the rest of the season after what he did against – the supposedly good Redskins defense who hasn't been good this year. Yeah, but I mean, Angelo has some pretty good uh, matchups too. He has Rodgers against Steelers defense. If TJ Watts doesn't play, they they really suck. Um, yeah. Chubb. Chubb's always – Chubb's – I love Nick Chubb. He was my favorite – he's one of my favorite fantasy players. I mean, he's he's a little touchdown dependent, but yeah. you know he's going to get the ball. Um, I like how they keep him fresh all throughout the game. And Minnesota Vikings defense is just piss poor, and the Browns have a great offensive line. I think Nick Chubb gets in the end zone twice. Josh Jacobs, I don't like Josh Jacobs. I, I, I've said this multiple times in the group chat. I think Josh Jacobs is not good. Um, but with the way Peyton Barber ran the ball last week, I think you could see definitely potential upside with Josh Jacobs. DK Metcalf is DK Metcalf. Chris Godwin, he's going to score points. Logan Thomas. I mean, I liked him coming into this season. He's been what? He's been okay. I haven't even really looked at him. He scored a touchdown last week. He's averaged like nine points. He's tight end six. That's just that just goes to show how worthless tight ends are in fantasy football. No, he's as ten point five seven and ten point two. Yeah, so he's averaging nine point two. Yeah, it's great production. That's great production for a tight end, but it goes to show nine point two well, points for a tight end is that's good. So tight ends don't mean that much. Besides, is unless you have Waller, Kittle. <sighs> Kelsey Hawkinson now this year. But I mean, it's still, if you're having someone that's consistent like that, I mean, it's definitely worth it. And when did he take Logan Thomas? He took him pretty late. Oh, 80. He took him right before I was about to take him in like the eighth round. Is that the, uh, maybe seventh round? That's when the 80th would be. Yeah, it's seventh round. But I think, I think, I think Andrew's going to be very solid. I like the, uh, I like the start of Marvin Jones against Cincy, especially with, Jair Alexander definitely going to be shadowing Clay, uh, Chase Claypool. This game could be a shootout because I don't like Robert Woods. I had him in my other league. I traded him. I, I fucking trade Ray Duffy. I'm going to admit it now. I got T. Higgins yeah. and Saquon for Robert Woods, Brian Edwards, and oh my God, who then Devonta Smith. I, I fucked him really hard and I can't believe he took that trade. And Fenty allowed it to go through. No, Drew Winograd is the commissioner in that league. No one objected. Everyone said it was trade rate, but they still let it go through. Oh, Fenty stepped down? Yeah, Fenty stepped down in that league. We're, we're, we're on the sleeper app anyway. 
I, I kind of like the sleeper app, but is Fenty different. still in that league? Oh yeah, Fenty's still in that league. Mm. The sleeper. Fenty, I'm playing. I'm playing Fenty in both matchups actually this week. Me and Fenty got a little. Me and Fenty are going to be going at it this week. Yeah, I think the the ESPN fantasy app is still the best app, the best user interface out there. User interface. I, I agree. Fantasy. I definitely agree. And then Nick's obviously Nick's running back situation. It's sketchy. I mean, he needs to trade yeah. for a running back. Cordell he Patterson. He started Cordell Cordero Patterson and Mike Davis. Again, he has Trey Sermon. I oh. love Trey Sermon going into the season. Cordell but Patterson. Yeah, he's been. He's played good. so well. He's played very well all season. Wait, does he have? Is he starting both running backs for the Falcons? Yeah, for the Falcons. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, that's. Because now Elijah Mitchell is going to play this week, so Trey Sermon's worthless. He has Javonta Williams. <laughs> he does have Javonta Williams. That's right. I would probably – I would throw Cordell Patterson in my flex, honestly, put Javonta at two. Looking at averages and how Nick decided to draft his team, if, if Mike Davis gets his average and Cordell Patterson, he, maybe he won't get 14, but say if he gets 10, you're still getting 20 points out of your running backs. And – since he drafted for premier wide receivers, they should carry the load. So, I mean. It's going to be a close game. I mean, Bucker's not smoking crack. So, I think Bucker's going to get at least 10 points this week. Especially what Dallas did to Philly now, what the Chiefs are about to do to Philly. Losing two straight. Mahomes is actually going to whip his dick out. Philly's done. So, it's going to be scary. Um. I I just I like Angelo's team just looks better on paper, but this game this game's gonna be a shootout. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give it to Nick just because of the Allen dig stack that could easily get fifty points by itself, especially with that matchup. Tyree Kill's gonna drop twenty points after not doing anything for two straight weeks. It just depends on what his running backs do and what he decides to do with this flex. I don't like Robert Woods anymore. Not mm-hmm. high on him. But I'm gonna give the slight edge to Nick. Okay. What about you? Oh, uh, you got to listen to the to my intro part of the podcast to see to hear who I'm going to be picking for the winners of the week. That's correct. That's correct. Yep. So next thing I want to talk about is just real quick in like 30 seconds or a minute. Who do you think is the leading candidate for champion this year? For champion, I. Dude, Yurish's team is disgusting. Even though he started at 0-3, he could be if he makes the playoffs, he could be very, very, very scary. Okay. Um, James, James was my James was honestly my favorite in my head after draft night because I mean I was picking right after him. He took Gibson right out right before me. He took Cooper right before me. He took Hawkinson right before me. He he I like I like James's team a lot. Burroughs if Jerry Judy comes back and produces and if Michael Thomas comes back, he's going to be scary. So there, there's definitely contention with like those top like three, four teams. I mean, I like my team, but again, I have the confidence. This is my team. This I, I like myself, but to the favorite, if yours didn't start on three, he would be my favorite right now, but he could still end up, he could still end up nine and five. Yeah, absolutely. He can. Um, but I'm going to go with my original thought. I think James' team is very scary. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm going to go James as of right now. 
Uh, another thing, if you look at the standings, there are three zero and three teams and seven two and one teams. So I guess by default, your best zero and three team you would think is Yurish. Yes, absolutely, without even a question. Right, and who is your? Who do you think is the best two and one team there is? I'm picking myself. I like my team a lot. Besides, besides you, besides you, besides me, just for content. I don't, it's not you, Mark. Fenty, Fenty's, those three wide receivers are scary, but his running back situation is meh. I would like for him to trade for to get a, like a true RB1, but Chase Edmonds does the job. Miles Sanders is going to do a job. If Adam's team stays hot all year, Adam has the best two-and-one team. But again, like I said, James, he's two and one. I'm picking James, the best two and one team. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, looking at it to the real NFL next week, the Giants play the Saints. I'm one putting a million dollars in the Saints. One word to describe that game. Rape. Rape. That's, that's definitely a good word. Uh, looking ahead at the schedule, the early slate looks kind of bleak. <laughs> What do we got? Middle slate, we do have some games out west. Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, 49ers, uh, Ravens, Broncos, and the Steelers, Packers. Usually the 4 o'clock games are always the best. 4 o'clock games are definitely the best. And at night, we have the homecoming of Mr. Tom Brady. So it should be good. Um, Don't even turn on Fox this Sunday between the hours of 1 to 4. Don't even bother. Don't see your time. Don't even bother. Um, I guess you could say the same thing for CBS too. Don't even turn on Fox or CBS this Sunday. Just watch ABC seven world news with David Muir all day up until four o'clock. No, the Browns game could be interesting. That's the Vikings are Vikings are a good offense. It could be a yeah, shootout. But the, yeah, no, but the CBS game is going to be jets Titans. Oh, never mind. Don't put it on. The Titans are going to score a million points against the jets. Yeah, just just yeah. watch Scott Hansen red zone on your computer and don't even put it on TV. De- Derek Henry's going to rush for 2000 yards in that game by himself. He's going to break the all-time rushing record. And possible. And uh, so one last thing I want to talk to you about. Give me one word to describe the point system. I I can't describe one word. That that shit is the worst (laughs) thing ever created. Mike Polino, you created fucking cancer with that point (laughs) system. (laughs) I fucking hate it so much. I've advocated from day one. I fucking hate it. It is fucking terrible. It should never be put into any fantasy league ever. Matthew Barry would fucking backhand slap you if you ever heard of that fucking idea. But yeah, that's... Alrighty. I get very passionate about the point system. It is fucking AIDS. He lost in the playoffs and won the fucking championship. He has an asterisk next to that fucking championship. End of the story. That is it. Horrible. Well, Mike, there you have it. Well, Kieran, I appreciate you coming on to the, the to, onto the podcast this week. Hope to see you soon. Mark, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank Good you. luck this weekend. Same to Enjoy you. Enjoy Long Island. Thank you.